This message is from Pastor Ezekiel Chima of Anointed Assembly International Ministry. May God bless you as you listen to the Anointed Word of Life. In Jesus' name. Amen. Father, we bless you. We worship you. As we commit this meeting unto the mighty hand, let that way be done. And let that way prevail over our lives through your word that will go forth for revival and restoration. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. The Lord is good. Somebody is mightily blessed. If you're a believer of Christ, you're mightily blessed. The Lord is good. Our message for today is titled, The Lost Battle. The Lost Battle. We're taking a message from the book of Second Chronicles, chapter 20. The Lost Battle. The book of Second Chronicles, chapter 20. And I'll read from verse 1. Once more, the title is The Lost Battle. And it came to pass after this also that the children of Moab and the children of Ammon, and with them other beside the Ammonites, came against Jehoshaphat to battle. Three nations came against the children of God. Three nations came against a small nation called the children of God, ruled by King Jehoshaphat. We are going to see what happened. Then there came some that told Jehoshaphat, saying, there cometh a great multitude against thee from beyond the sea on this side Syria. And behold, they been Hazazadama and which is Engidai. And Joseph had feared and set himself to seek the Lord and proclaim the fast throughout all Judah. The first reaction that will come your way when you hear the sound of war is the sound of fear. It is natural. Even if you are in your house, you hear people shouting on the street, Ole, Ole, Ole. The first thing that will come to your mind is fear. You will rush to secure your door, your home, to make sure it's not coming your way. As human beings, we have flesh and blood. We are open to fear. God does not expect you to remain in the fear of the world. Let that fear be transformed to fear of God. And you go places. Every fear of the world, a fear of situation in your life today will be transformed to fear of the Lord. Because the Lord will fight your battle. And you hold your peace. What did King Joseph did? What did he do? He called for a fast. Prayer and fasting. There are situations that are beyond your control, but they are not beyond the control of the Lord. The ones that are beyond your control are the ones you hand over to the Lord. He said, cast your cares unto me, if I do what? I care for you. He said, call upon me in the day of trouble, and I will answer you. If you try to carry that issue, that problem, the perceived trouble, by your own might or power, you will miss it. So what did King Joseph do? What did he do? He called upon the name of the Lord. And that is why we are in the season of calling upon the name of the Lord. Because you and I must be served in Jesus' name. 
Nigeria must be saved. Everything appertaining to this country must be saved. To the glory of the Lord. Fear made King Joseph to call upon the name of the Lord. Fear can equally make somebody to call upon the devil. There is no vacuum in the spiritual realm. It's either you call upon the name of the Lord or you call upon the name of the devil. That's why the word of God says, keep the heart with all what? Diligence. For out of it are the what? Issues of life. When you have the fear of God and the fear of the world comes forth, you will run back to your God. Hello? I am sharpening what? The fear of the Lord will bring down the fear of the world in your life. But if you don't have the fear of the Lord, the enemy will take over your heart, your mind. What will be there will be fear of the world. What will be there will be unbelief and doubt. Because fear of the world activates unbelief and doubt. Because it's worry, confusion, anxiety. And makes you take the decisions you're not supposed to take that will glorify the devil. That's why you see some people run to the native doctor. The John calls. Fear of the world. John calls for a solution. Go to a native doctor for a solution. Because the fear of the world has captured their minds. But when you have the fear of the Lord, you will run back to the Lord. That's why the word of God says, He has not given you an spirit of fear, but of what? Power. And what? And someone. Love and someone. Love of God. You need to have love of God to have someone. When you have the power of God, have the love of God, you'll be able to think very well. When there are challenges, you know the right action to take. I pray you'll not take the wrong decision this season in Jesus' name. Amen. Verse 4. And Judah gathered themselves together to ask of the Lord. Even out of all the cities of Judah, they came to seek the Lord. Sheke Maharaka. They came to seek the Lord. The king gathered everyone to ask for help. To ask for help. To ask for what? Who do you run to for help in times of trouble? Who you run to for help in times of trouble matters. Even the human beings you run to matter. There are people you run to help as human beings. Instead of helping you, they will help to demote you. There are people you run to help human beings. Instead of covering your nakedness, after 10 days, you are Sorry, I can't help you. It won't end there. When you go, they help to expose your nakedness. Because I trust not a man. Who you run to? Who do you run to? Marine kingdom, worship kingdom, or culture kingdom. You should say, but for me and my family, we'll do what? Serve the Lord. Three nations. How many soldiers will he raise to fight three nations? Even with the number of soldiers he has, he cannot even fight one of those nations. But he ran to somebody who the word of God declares that one with God is one with what? Majority. One person that can outnumber billions and trillions of soldiers all over the world. That is the same person I'm directing you to run to from today in Jesus' name. For help. How did he do it? They walked in one accord. Ah, how beautiful it is for brethren to dwell in one accord. Out of all the cities of Judah, they came to seek the Lord. Verse 5, Joseph stood in the congregation of Judah 
and Jerusalem in the house of the Lord before the new court. The king, the leader, standing out to seek the face of the Lord. We need our governors to stand out to seek the face of the Lord. We need our president to stand out to seek the face of the Lord. We need our local government chairman to stand out to seek the face of the Lord. We need the church leaders to stand out to seek the face of the Lord. We need the children of God to come together. The will of God must be done in this country. When there is a situation, who do you run to? The king stood out and mobilized the whole nation. Who is mobilizing who? Six and said, O Lord God of our fathers, are not thou God in heaven and rulest not thou over all the kingdoms of the hidden? You are the one that rules over even this nation that are here to attack us. You rule over heaven, over the earth, over these nations that are here to attack us. You see, in thy hand is there not power and might so that none is able to withstand thee? Nobody can withstand thee, for you are the owner of power and might. Seven, and not thou our God who did they drive out the inhabitants of this land before thy people Israel give us it to the seed of Abraham thy friend forever. How do you approach your God with that situation? He just come and begin to talk to oh God. I want this, I want this. Mm-mm, that is foolish prayer. I want this, I want that you go. Deliver in my family. Put God in remembrance of his greatness in your life. Put him in remembrance. Of his awesome nature in your life, in the life of your ancestors, what he has done, what you had before you were born, what you had about in the awesome nature, his awesome action when you were a child, and what you have had him as a child, as a youth, as an adult, what he's been doing, and what you've seen in your life. Put God in remembrance. Why do they call him the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob? They keep on reminding him that remember how you started taking care of us. From the days of Abraham, generation of Isaac, generation of Jacob, Israel, and generation that have passed through their lineage up to this present generation. Each time you hear God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, they are remind, remind God, remember your covenant. You must know how to approach the Lord. You don't just go to court and begin to say, this day, you must go relevant section to support your case before the judge. Remind God how what he has been in your life, what he's been doing. Now you're in this situation, you know he will still deliver you. What was the secret of David? A man that knew how to enter and dwell in the mind of God. It wasn't his righteousness, but a man that knew how to have access. A man that knew how to bow before, prostrate before love. A man that knew how to remind God. David was never tired of telling God, I remember I have never been anything before your face. I was nobody and you picked me up to make me. Whoever I am today, you are the one that made me to be this thing. And whoever I am can never stop me from serving you, from prostrating before you, from singing, from dancing. Every situation before him, what would David do? David will not go to a native doctor. David will not cry. They will begin to dance and begin to remind God, remember how you did it before for me. That one was like ice cream. I know you will do something better in this problem for me. He will bring out the awesome nature of God. He will make God to rise in his throne. He will make God say, somebody is calling me. David was a man that knew how to make the glory of God to descend. 
and relate with him at his level. That even when he was lost in the spirit, dancing for God, the wife said, look at you, you're distressing yourself. Look at how you're dancing before the whole children of Israel. And he said, yes. That is the way I used to dance. And the Lord saw me and made me king instead of your father. That was how I was dancing for my God. And he collected the kingship the throne from your father gave to me. And that is the way I will still keep on dancing for my father. That's why today, King David is regarded as the best king. Role model for kings. If you want to occupy any office of authority, leadership, go and read about King David. Then you know what humility is all about. If you want to make it with God as a ruler, whether in government or in the body of Christ, at whatever level, he began to put God in remembrance. He began to tell the Lord, remember how you've done it before. You are the one that gave us this land. Remember, he gave this land to your friend, Abraham. Verse 8, 2 Corinthians 1, verse 8. And they dwelt therein, and have built a sanctuary therein for thy name, saying, he began to tell the Lord, put more in remembrance so many things. Nine, if when evil cometh upon us as a sword, judgment, or pestilence, or famine, we stand before this house and in thy presence, for thy name is in this house, and cry unto thee in our affliction, then thou will hear and help. You say, you say that your truth, this temple, not built by me, but built by King Solomon. The angel will call upon you here. That is the prayer of Solomon. He referred to the prayer of Solomon. Remember, you have a covenant with your son Solomon. Anything will call upon you here in affliction, in pain, in sickness, in sorrow, in joy, that you will hear us. Now, behold, the children of Ammon and Moab and Mansia, whom they would not let Israel invade when they came out of the land of Egypt, but they turned from them and destroyed them not. Behold, I say, how they reward us to come to cast us out of their possession which thou hast given us to inherit. O our God, we dare not judge them, for we have no might against this great company that cometh against us. Neither know we what to do, but our eyes are upon thee. He gave God material to work for his children. What materials do you have to give God to? God needs materials from you to work for you. Many children of God do not have materials that will activate God to work for them. Why? Sin is a canker one that eats up the material that you need to present unto God. Sin is a canker one that eats up the, the material that you need to work for God. Sin is a canker one that eats up that material. You find that you won't have anything to show off. You have anything to say, God, remember what you did for me, what you did. This time you did it. The other time you did it. And that's why the word of God is saying right now, consider what is happening in our lives, in the nation. This my people who are called by my name shall humble themselves. It's time for us to humble ourselves. It's time for us to pray. It's time for us to repent from our wicked ways. It's time for us to come back to so that we have access to that CV we need to we need to have to present our case before him he presented his case and the Lord took over but there are things I want us to look at briefly if you look at verse 15 of that second chronicles chapter 20 from verse 15 look at verse 15 
he said, Hearken you, all Judah, and ye inhabitants of Jerusalem, and thou, King Joseph, thus said the Lord unto you, Be not afraid nor dismayed by reason of this great multitude. Tell not, fear not. Tell not, fear not. By the sound of war. He said, Be not afraid nor dismayed by reason of this great multitude. For the battle is not yours, but who? God's. The battle is not yours, but who? That's why the title is The Lost Battle. When God spoke, the Lord said, My son, you have, you have said enough. Don't bother, don't bother, don't bother again. Don't bother again. You have said enough. I want you to understand that this battle is not your battle, but it's my battle. You may not have what it takes to face these three nations, but I will fight this battle for you. You may not have the bullets. You may not have the people. Remember how I did it in Egypt, in the days of Pharaoh and the Hebrews. I want you to understand that this battle is my battle. The question this morning is that do we have what we need to present to the Lord for God to take out this battle as his battle? Do we have that righteousness? Do we have that unity amongst ourselves? Do we have that agreement? Do we have that peace? Do we have what it takes? Do we have enough CV, spiritual CV to put in remembrance that will move him to shake on his throne and stand up? If God open your eyes, there are times you will talk to God. There are times you will praise him. There are times you will bring your case before him in a way that will shake his seat. With next thing you see him standing. here again. I pray from today, God will begin to stand for your sake. The next thing you hear, I'm standing for your sake, my son. Because when God stands for your sake, the enemies are crushed under his feet in Jesus' name. And today, as many are waging war against you, they stand demoted in Jesus' name. From today, every demonic sponsor battle against your destiny must turn to the Lord's battle in Jesus' name. Amen. I want to prophesy again that every battle against your family, against your business, against your health must turn to the Lord's battle. Amen. And every battle against this country must turn to the Lord's battle. Amen. What's a battle? A battle is an action. It's an aggression. It's a fight. It's an encounter in which all the divisions or some division and army are engaged. It can equally be personal, limited to personal battles. Aggression between two people. Combat between two people. A fight between two people could be called a battle. A battle could be activated spiritually, physically, financially, economically, materially, Maritally, it could be activated health wise, it could be activated ministry wise. Some people might stand to say, Let us cripple the economy of this country. It is a battle that has been declared against the economy of that country. You call it economical battle against a nation, against a company, against an organization. A battle can be activated physically, which will involve physical aggression or combat. A battle could be between soldiers of different formations, different countries, organized crimes where they fight themselves, or between the government or criminals 
or between different factions. Two people or more people can decide to draw battle lines against each other or one another. But this morning I proclaim that every physical battle line drawn against your destiny must backfire in Jesus' name. Amen. Spiritually, a battle can be activated against one's destiny. It could be activated against one's life, one's business, through spiritual attacks. Activated to shut down everything about the person. Spiritual battles are usually generated through demons operating from different kingdoms. They could operate from Marimusha, from Occultic, from Water Kingdom. Spiritual battles can originate from foundational powers. Power from our father's house, power from our mother's house. Most people are going through battles spiritually activated by powers from our father's houses, mother's houses. Why? Our ancestors worshipped them, gave them drinks, gave them cola nuts. Snap, before they drink, they point and grab. Gospel of ancestors, come and drink. Those of you who are born at the village, you understand what I'm talking about. Those of you who are born in Lagos, you won't understand. You might not even be born in village, but by virtue of us always going to the village, we will understand. So our ancestors reverence them. They will call them names. But with Christianity, Jesus is Lord. They say we ignore them. We are no longer doing what our ancestors did. And they are claiming that they own us. That they have been in charge of generations before us. Generation after generation. Who are you to come and say you will not worship them? You will not serve them? And unfortunately, some of us who say we are Christians are not fooling the Lord. One leg outside in the wall, one leg in the body of Christ. So we create the way for those powers to keep on coming up. That's why 90% of problem we have in Africa is foundational problem. Africa. But the Lord will see us through in Jesus. Amen. So there are battles, foundational powers once you are born. But by the blood of Jesus, victories are portion in Jesus' name. Amen. By reason of this service, Every spiritual war fashioned against your destiny must be dissolved by the blood of Jesus. We have financial wars. We have economic wars programmed to undermine people's finances, businesses, and the works of their hands. I prophesy that today every war targeted against your finances must be dismantled by the man of war. Everyone targeted against the economy of this nation must bow in Jesus' name. We have wars targeted against our health, against our lives. At times, when someone is under attack of terminal sicknesses, life-threatening sicknesses, we are quick to say that that person is fighting the battle of his life. He's fighting the battle of his life. Oh yes, we're right. It's a battle to survive. Battle to survive. At times, forces come against people through sickness. War health-wise can come in form of incurable disease. They can come in form of infirmities, afflictions, and pains. They can come in form of reoccurring sicknesses. Most of which are initiated spiritually unto death and destruction. By divine auction, every war programmed spiritually against your health 
must cut and backfire. We have marital wars. I'm talking about wars programmed against people's marriages. Marital wars can cost delay in marriage. It can cost late marriages. It can cause delay in childbearing. It can cause separation in marriage. It can cause disunity. It can deny people peace in marriage. It can cause separation or divorce in marriage. Today, every power waging war against your marriage must be humbled by the man of war. They must be humbled by the man of war. If you agree, let me hear a better amen. Psalm 34, 15 declares, the eyes of the Lord is open unto the righteous and his ears are open unto their cries. His ears are open unto their cry. Today, the Lord will hear somebody here. He will hear you. He will hear you. He will hear you. Concern your marriage, he will hear you. Concern your finances, he will hear you. Concern your health, he will hear you. Concern your life, he will hear you. Concern your family, he will hear you. By reason of this service, every word fashioned against your destiny, whether spiritual or physically, must be demoted by the blood of Jesus. Today we are talking about the Lord's battle. The Lord wants us to come to terms that every aggression against a child of God is an aggression against God himself. Let me repeat that again. He wants us to come to terms that every aggression against a child of God is an aggression against the Lord himself. He said, no, you know that your body is the temple of what? Temple of the Lord. And the spirit of God dwells in you. He said, whosoever shall defile you, his body, his temple, him shall God destroy. If you dwell in sin, your body will no longer be that temple. His spirit will depart. But when dwell in holiness, he is there with you. And that means anybody that rises up against you, is rising up against God, and God will fight that person. That's why he said, behold, they shall surely gather to get a bit not for your sake who said ever gathers to get against you will fall for your sake because your body is the temple of the Lord he owns you no man falls hand and sees somebody beating up his children you see I made you a defense city like the way I am a phosphorus city an iron pillar a defense even when they rise up against you they will not prevail because your body is the temple of the most as long as you dwell in righteousness he is saying the new confession against you shall prosper. Because any battle that comes your way, he turns it around to his own battle. In the land of Hebrew, did they fire one arrow? It was the Lord's battle. In Second Chronicles chapter 20, verse 20, about Joseph and Judah, did they fire one shot? It was the Lord's battle. In Isaiah 37, Isaiah 38, King Jekia and King Sinacherah, did King Hezekiah fire one battle? It was the lost battle. Today the Lord will arise and fight for you. Amen. The Lord rose and fought for King Joseph when he was confronted by the sand of war. When the sand of war came against King Joseph out of Judah, he called upon the name of the Lord. Because when there's a situation, the Lord is watching. Hello? 
When there's situation, the Lord will watch for your reaction. Don't miss it. When there's situations, unpleasant situations, two kingdoms will be fighting over your soul. The kingdom that will pray through faith will be watching. The kingdom that will pray through fear will be there. Which report do you believe? Is it the report of the kingdom that talks about faith? Or the report of the kingdom that talks about fear? God just didn't wake up and say, Joshua, come, come, come. Soldiers, I'm, I'm robbers are coming. The war is coming. Come, come, come. Uh, oh, yeah. He knew they were coming. There is nothing covered that should not be revealed. He knew they were coming. He saw when they were planning everything. He knew. But he waited. The sound of war came to the ears of King Joseph. He allowed King Joseph to play his role as man. And King Joseph did the right thing. He handed over that battle to the Lord. And it became the lost battle. Who can battle with the Lord? Who can battle with the Lord? Who can battle with the Lord? I say no. Who can battle with the Lord? Who can battle with the Lord? Who can battle with the Lord? I say no. I say no power. I say. I say no power. I say. When King Joseph handed over the battle to the Lord, the sand of war automatically was transformed to sand of victory. Today, every war program against you will turn around to sand of victory in your favor. Every battle against child of God is a battle against God. But how God will fight for you will be determined by you. It's a personal race. You will decide whether God will fight for you or you will decide whether you will fight for yourself and God will hold his peace. If you go the wrong way, God will hold his peace. But if you go the right way, God will fight for you. You will hold your own what? Peace. Today, you will hold your peace. Because the Lord has a reason to fight for you. We are hearing a lot of things. That's the same way King Joseph had, had that day in their own time. That's the same way. They have come from the north, south, east, and way, everywhere. That was the same way he had. They were going to wipe away the Hebrews. That's the same way they had the sound of war. King Hezekiah, they came. They said, We'll remove your eye. That's the same way they had the sound of war in their own days. What you're hearing today is not different from the sound of war Abraham had. It's not different from the sound of war Isaac had. It's not different from the sound of war that Jacob Israel had. It's not different from the sound of war that David had. But God delivered them. That same God will fight for you. And you will hold your peace. You will sleep in peace. You will walk in peace. Through agreement, shout hallelujah. Every battle against the interest of a child of God is a battle against God. Every battle against a child of God spiritually, physically, financially, economically, materially, maritally, health-wise, ministry-wise, is a battle against God. Every battle against this nation, 
because God is interested in this nation. It's a battle against God. Today, the man of war has a word for somebody. And what is that word? He said, these battles, these battles, no matter how many they are, are not yours. This spiritual battle is not yours. This physical battle is not yours. This financial battle does not belong to you. Economical battle is not yours. This marital battle is not yours. This battle health-wise is not yours. This battle ministry-wise is not yours. He said, it is the last battle. Somebody here is coming out victorious. We are coming out as an overcomer. Every sound of failure must turn around to sound of victory. I command every sound of war against your family to be dismantled by the man of war. In agreement, shout hallelujah. Bow your heads. Begin to bless the name of the Lord. I appreciate him for the message. Come, cool. His word is still moving. His word is moving. His spirit is moving this morning. I appreciate him for his word, for his spirit. His power is moving. His power is moving. Yes. Nobody can battle with the Lord. Nobody can battle with the Lord. Nobody can battle with the Lord. Where nobody can battle with the Lord. Where are the sounds of war coming against you from? Where are they coming against you from? Every sound of war against your children are hereby demoted. Every sound of war against your business, against your marriage family, against your finances, hereby demoted by the man of war. That sound of war against your hell, they are demoted. Who can battle with the man of war? Who can battle with the Lord? That spiritual sound of war is demoted. That physical sound of war is demoted. That financial sound of war is demoted. That sound of war against you, true signal is demoted. Against humanitarily, against economically, they are silenced by the voice of the man of war. Yes, that sound of war is silenced. It's silent. The blood of Jesus, the power of God is flowing this morning. That sound of war will no longer stand, will no longer come to pass in your life. I ask the Lord to take over all these battles. Take over the battle of this nation. Take over the battle of the body of Christ. Take over the battle of his children. I ask the Lord to take over every battle. Every battle about the economy of this nation, Father, take over. Every battle about the peace of this nation, Father, take over. Ah, Father, let your fire consume every demonic power, every demonic altar, Sean and I do, engineering war against your children. Every part general war against us spiritually. Every part general war against us physically. Every part general war against us financially, economically, materially, maritally, health-wise, ministry-wise. Father, let their fire locate those altars. Let their fire locate the shrine, the idol. Let their fire locate their coven, their codron. Who can battle with the Lord? I call on your fire. I call on your fire. I call on for your fire. To move forward, for no one can battle with love. I call on your fire to consume principalities and powers, to consume last of darkness. This one to consume in places. Every power waging war against your children, let that power consume them. Every power waging war against us, be them Marumusha power, be them occultic power, power from the water kingdom, be them queen of the sea, be them queen of the coast, be them Marumwa Lord. I call on your fire to consume them. I call on your fire to consume them. I call on your fire to consume them. Every spiritual spark, I call on the fire God to consume them. Every power that has swum, that what God has put in place for us, will not come away. We call on fire. Who can battle with the Lord? I call on fire 
Consume high-level conspiracy to bring you down. Consume high-level conspiracy to bring down this nation. Consume high-level conspiracy to bring down our destiny, to bring down our family, our businesses, our marriage, our job, our heart desire. I cut and fire to consume them. No power can battle with the Lord. No power can battle with the Lord. I command every weapon of destruction, fashion against you to backfire. Every weapon of destruction, fashion against this nation to backfire. Every point of destruction, fashion against the body of Christ, against children of God, against our family, I call them to backfire. Every children of God, can fashion against Nigerians, must go back to sender. Eaters of flesh and drinkers of blood must eat their own flesh and drink their own blood. Eaters of flesh, drinkers of blood, after our nation, after our children, after us, after our family members, they must drink their own blood and eat their own flesh. I paralyze. Nobody's blood will be used for sacrifice in this ministry. No power can use our blood for sacrifice in this ministry, in this land, in the body of Christ. Rakama Horoko, Shekema Haraka, Yehima Haroko, Yekekekem. Who can battle with the Lord? Who can battle with the Lord? Who can battle with the Lord? What belongs to us will never pass us by. What belongs to us will never pass us by. What belongs to us will never pass us by. Peace is our portion. Our God is a man of war. There must be peace in this nation. There must be peace in our ministry. There must be peace in our life. There must be peace in our family. There must be peace in our marriage. In our homes, there must be peace. Ye kekekekeke, rakama koroko, shekereke, rakama horoko maka. Ye ke, in Jesus' name we pray. I decree a divine 360 degree turnaround for peace in Nigeria. For peace in Nigeria. For peace in Nigeria. For peace in your homes. For peace in your business. For peace in your family. For peace in the works of your hands. In Jesus name. I pray for our leaders in government. I pray for our leaders in the body of Christ. I pray for our leaders in different places of authority. In the body of Christ. Leaders amongst the Muslims. I pray for them to receive the wisdom of God. And walk in agreement. For the peace of this nation. There must be peace in this nation. There must be peace in this nation. There must be peace in this nation. The will of God must prevail. So far has the enemy gone, they will go no further. That demon of confusion over this nation will no longer prevail. In the sight of God, we are all one. We speak peace. We decree peace. We speak peace. We decree peace. And that peace must be permanent. That peace must be permanent. All around peace. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. If you have not given your life to Christ, it's a wonderful time, opportunity for you to give your life to Christ, whatever you are. You have not accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. I want you to begin to talk to the Lord. And for those of us who are already born again, but in different areas, we err. We need to amend our ways. 
ask for his blood to purge your conscience remove every evil works in our minds to begin to serve the living God in spirit and in truth and for those of us who have not received Christ as our Lord and Savior please begin to ask him welcome into your spirit, soul and body to come and take total control of your destiny tell him that you are sorry for not recognizing him all this while but now you have nice the fact that the devil lied to you all this while and now you are willing to surrender Father, welcome your children who are calling upon your name this morning. In total surrender unto your kingdom. Remove their names from the book of death, from the book of hell, and write our names in the book of life and eternity in heaven. We thank you, Lord. Receive our prayers this morning. In Jesus' name, we pray. We thank you for listening to the Anointed Word of Life by Pastor Ezekiel Chima of Anointed Assembly International Ministry. You can reach us at number 7A, Awaniye Lemo Street, Ajawo Estate, off International Airport Road, Lagos, or anointedassembly.org. For prayer and counseling, please call 070 May God richly bless you.